Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure. Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at uh, ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. Montana's only daily sports talk show, Nuanez Now. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. I like football! What's up, everybody? Welcome in. Nuan is now ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. I'm Coulter Nuanez. Thanks so much for joining us here on this Thursday. Time to get to, as always, we're going to start by talking some Big Sky Conference football. It's funny because we've talked a lot of Big Sky football this week, even though there's not a lot of Big Sky football this weekend. It's certainly that time of year. I did get confirmation. I, I I think that this was a good move. I can't believe the Big Sky Conference didn't tout this a little bit more, but they really did make a decision to have all of the bye weeks for the respective teams the, the, three, the first three weeks of October. So six teams have a bye this week, four teams have a bye the following week, and then two teams have a bye the week after that. So everybody in the Big Sky will get their bye weeks out of the way. I don't know why they didn't just go 6-6 six and six or 4-4-4. Four, four and four. I don't know why it's 6-4-2, but that's, that is what it is. I'll find out some more on that. But I, I, I thought I was losing my mind for a second. I was like, everybody's got their byes just two weeks in the year, and it actually is just three weeks out of the year. But this is the big bye week. So there's only three games in the Big Sky this week. Montana at UC Davis, which is certainly the game of the week in the league. Northern Arizona's at Weber State. Sneaky, intriguing, actually, because if any of you could go to Ogden and, and snare, snatch a win, it sort of redefines the loss Montana had to the Lumberjacks and also maybe confirms some worries and uh, some apprehension about Weber State because they have been maybe the team out of this group that's ranked in the top 20 that hasn't looked that good this year. And then Idaho trying to avoid the pitfalls of a trap game in Cal Poly. I know that it's not uh, really a trap game because Cal Poly is just really not that competitive. But Idaho's never been to San Luis Obispo's Big Sky Conference member. I don't know if they've ever been there, period. But this group of Vandals, they certainly have never been there. That shows you just the wonky nature of Big Sky Conference scheduling. And the reason it could be a trap game, because Idaho... Has Montana coming to town next week, then they have their bye, and then they got the Cats coming to town the week after that. So plenty of big-time prove-it games for uh, the Idaho Vandals coming up. So right off the top here, we'll go through some thoughts on all those Big Sky Conference contests, specifically the Grizz at UC Davis. We're also going to hear from Mike Cody. He's the offensive coordinator and offensive line coach at UC Davis. He's been the old line coach for a couple of years uh, but he steps in for Cody Hawkins, who's now the head coach at Idaho State. Hawkins has been the OC there at uh, UC Davis for his uh, for his father, Dan Hawkins. So Mike Cody pinch hitting for Dan Hawkins. It's funny, anytime I reach out to UC Davis, 
in the offseason, Coach Hawk is totally willing to come on. Anytime during the season, not so much. He did not make any media rounds with any media people in Montana this week, which is so weird. So third year in a row, he hasn't wanted to come on the show with us during the fall. So I don't know. But they got us Miles Hastings yesterday and Mike Cody today, so that's fine. We'll take it. And uh, Hastings was an interesting interview yesterday. Mike Cody has some good and interesting insight as well. Uh, So we'll hear from him in about 15 minutes. We're also going to hear from one of the top high school athletes in the state of Montana, Rocky Lencioni. He is a receiver and uh, defensive back at Bozeman High School. The kid caught my attention not only because he's a 6'4", 210-pound stud who's a three-star athlete there at Bozeman High, and not only because he's one of the best players on the last undefeated team in Class AA, but this young man's getting it done across the board. He's a 4.0 student. He's got offers from several different Ivy League schools. He's also starting to pick up some momentum uh, on the Pac-12 front. He got a Washington State offer recently. So he certainly is a guy that is one of the highly, most highly recruited dudes uh, in the state of Montana. I, th- I just think it's fascinating that there's a three-star athlete wide receiver at each of the two Bozeman high schools. And uh, Quinn Clark already committed to Nebraska, so he certainly is a Power 5 type player. And Rocky Lencioni, he might uh, end up like that as well. So we caught up with him to talk about uh, this upcoming weekend and uh, how Bozeman High has been able to navigate to this point in their schedule. Bozeman and CMR play Friday night. So uh, that'll be our prep extra. We're also going to hear from Kirsten Jones. She is a Missoula Sentinel grad, uh, played played volleyball and basketball back in the 1980s at Missoula Sentinel. She's also now, though, uh, a pretty accomplished writer, podcaster. She's been working with and in the realm of uh, just helping athletes and athletes' parents navigate just the, the world of sports. She's a peak performance and sports parenting coach. That's what her, her official title is. And uh, she has a book called Raising Empowered Athletes. She'll be in Missoula this weekend uh, to promote this book. And she's also going to do a talk and a signing uh, this gal, she's given lectures, public speaking. She has a podcast called Raising Athletes on iTunes and Spotify. A very interesting gal. She reached out to me. I, I thought it was a good thing for this show. I thought it certainly was something that fit uh, our brand. So that'll be about 445. Then hour number two, Brooks Duanas, all football all the time, talking all things NFL from a betting perspective. And then Jeff Welsh will join us as well. He is the uh, managing editor of 406mtsports.com but also the author of the awesome book, Montana Greats, A to Z, great athletes from 264 different Montana communities. We're going to talk about some of the communities from down in the Bitterroot Valley as part of our Bitterroot Breakdown. That's coming up about 5.30. So there you go. That is your show outlook here on Nuanas Now. You want to stream the show? You always can. 1029ESPN.com. Or uh, click, click on Listen Live when you get to the website. Or you can always download the ESPN MT app as well. And uh, if you want to be a part of the show, 406-888-1029. That's 888-1029. And all guests will join us via the Rangers Brothers RV phone line. Yesterday, we had to uh, do a couple audibles because Miles Hastings was able to join us live. So we shifted our Montana State Minute from 430 to 530. And we didn't get a chance to do our weekly Brawl of the Wild by the Mile. Our Brawl of the Wild by the Mile is back, presented by Town Pump. Town Pump's keeping us fueled up all football season long, and we're going to have an opportunity for you to win a gift card from Town Pump uh, a little later on here uh, in this uh, this lead segment here on Nuanas. Now, um, there's several reasons why this game in Davis, California, between Montana and the Aggies is such a big one. First of all, both these teams are in the top 20. I mean, Montana is number 17 in the country this week. UC Davis is number 20 in the country this week. These two teams were like, they were the the last two in or the last two out for the FCS playoffs last year, except for Montana got in and UC Davis got left out. There was some controversy behind that. The Grizz were 7-4. and four, UC Davis was 6-5. and five. UC Davis had probably a couple more impressive wins. UC Davis beat Idaho down the stretch last year. And Montana did not have a win against a team with a winning record last season. But still, Montana and their seven wins was the choice by the playoff committee. The Grizz, of course, got a home game, and they beat Southeastern uh, Missouri. So, you know, you wonder if there's some lingering stuff there. Uh, More than anything, though, 
again, I always hesitate to project how the rest of the schedule is going to go. But Montana, after this game, they have a couple that they're supposed to win and then a whole bunch that people think that they're not maybe going to win. That's rare territory for the Grizz in general. But if you want to get to, I think the Grizz got to get to eight and three to be a surefire playoff team because they played a Division II opponent. So to get to seven D1 wins, uh, you, you got to go eight and three overall. You got to be seven and three against D1 competition. This is one of those games then where you got to have it. You also got this game against Idaho on national TV looming next week. You got to perform well down in Davis. You can't just limp into the Kibbe Dome because if you're Montana and you don't perform well at Davis, and then you don't perform well at Idaho. Now you limp into your bye week, and you're four and three, and you're sitting there staring, thinking, "Wow, we probably have to run the table the rest of the year uh, to get into the playoffs." And that's not going to be an easy task, especially since they still have games against Sac State and Montana State coming up in November as well. So that part of it makes this, I think, and we talked last week that Montana was already in playoff mode. I think that that's even more true this week. I think they got to have it. And for Davis, they've already lost twice. So I think that they also are going to be sort of backs against the wall. Now, that they did play an FBS and uh, two FCSs, so they don't have that D2 looming there. But they lost a close one to Eastern Washington uh, to open conference play. They got their first conference win against Cal Poly, 31-13, so solid, but certainly didn't blow Cal Poly out of the water. And most, most good teams in the league have. And there's this looming question over UC Davis. Is Lars Larison healthy? He got knocked out against Eastern Washington. He was standing on the sidelines with a knee brace on in that Eastern game. He didn't play last week against Cal Poly. I think he's one of the most versatile and talented players in the big sky. He's a do-everything running back. He had 255 yards in that Eastern Washington game before he got knocked out. He also catches the ball out of the backfield as good as anybody. And UC Davis throws the ball to their tailbacks out of the backfield as much as anybody in the conference. Their their offense is uh, prolific and and has been high scoring since Dan Hawkins returned there. But they don't necessarily do it by throwing deep bombs or getting these massive chunk plays. It's more about the consistency and the intermediate passing game. That's why Miles Hastings is so good. Doesn't make a lot of mistakes. Doesn't turn it over. And he's so good at getting through his reads and then, boom, checking it down to the running back. When that running back is Alonzo Gilliam or Lars Larson, you're in pretty good hands. What's after that, though? I'm not really sure. I think any team in the league, if you lose a, a skill player like Larison, it's going to be uphill sledding for you for sure. Bobby Houck at his coach's show last night uh, at Finn, he told Riley Corcoran that he thinks Lars Larson is the best offensive player in the league. So if that guy's out... That's a huge blow uh, for UC Davis. Davis, their big question mark is what's up with their stud? Can they rise to the occasion? Can they handle the big-time environment, the big-time atmosphere? Montana, to me, it's simple. Can you go and force your will? Are you the one that's dictating the physicality? Are you going to go in there and push them around? More than anything, though, Can your offensive line perform adequately? And can your defensive line get any sort of pressure? The reason you run this 3-3-5 defense where you move your linebackers all over the place and and you're blitzing on 70% of the downs is because you need to hit the quarterback. As Andrew Houghton and I have talked about frequently, for several years, the way you beat the Grizz defense, it's not complicated. It's not easy because they bring so much pressure, but it's not complicated. You need to have a quarterback that can stand in the pocket, take a hit, throw the ball up the seam. If he can deliver, there are some soft spots in the Grizz defense. Well, now that this has not been the case this year at all. Montana has gotten very little to no pressure. They had zero sacks their last two games. It's been 15 years since the Grizz had a two-week streak where they had zero sacks in either of those games. And it's not just the sacks. Montana's sack numbers have been really good the last several years, but their quarterback pressures have been second to none. I mean, the amount of times they hit quarterbacks have been ridiculous. They're just not getting that pressure whatsoever. If you're going to run this and you're going to use your defensive lineman as basically sacrificial parts of the defense, that takes those guys out to make plays. 
that's fine when you have incredible playmakers at the second two levels of your defense. So far, Montana's only shown to have adequate but not incredible playmakers at linebacker and in the secondary. So, again, if you're going to run this defense, you need to have the things that the defense is so good at be a huge part of your keys to success. And that just hasn't been the case the first two weeks uh, of conference play uh, for the Montana Grizzlies. The Snowat is now ESPN Radio, uh, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. I want to get Andrew's thoughts on this game, but first, let's hear from Mike Cody. He's the offensive coordinator and offensive line coach for the UC Davis Aggies. Well, Big Shot coverage continues here on Nuanas Now on ESPN Radio. We're joined now by Mike Cody. He's the offensive line coach and the offensive coordinator at UC Davis. Coach, thanks so much for joining us, man. How you doing? I'm doing well. Doing well. Thanks so much for having me. Well, first of all, I, I identified you because I've, I've been very impressed uh, with the offensive front specifically there at Davis the last couple years. I'm a big offensive line guy. That's how I watch the game is from the lines out. So always nerding out on the offensive line. And uh, you got some really good players there, and I, I love the, some of the stuff you guys are doing. So uh, just give people your background. You're a Davis guy, right? So, I mean, what's it like coaching offensive line there at uh, UC Davis? She's totally a uh, kind of a dream come true. Yeah, so like you said, play, I, I played at Davis, so you know, coming back and coaching your alma mater is always a cool, cool deal. And Davis is, uh, you know, when I was playing here, yeah, it was you know the locker room was on the other side of campus, training room was in the middle of campus, and and, and now Davis, geez, I was twenty eleven, so you know, uh, what would that be? Uh, yeah, geez, twelve years later, just. I mean, we got this brand new facility and this, uh, you know, we got practice fields and we got a, a bunch of great things happening here at, at Davis. So, so to see it turn into what ha- it has turned into and what Coach Hawkins has done to this place is really, really cool. Um, and obviously with a lot of support from alum. So, yeah, geez, it's it's a really fun place to be right now. And then Coach No Wine has been, um, yeah, great. I got a lot of great guys on in the room and, um, you know, a couple – Couple guys we've added this year, and we're kind of young, to be honest. Uh, we got two, we got two seniors, but other than that, yeah, we're playing with freshmen, sophomores, and juniors. So, um, yeah, we're kind of young. When it comes to balancing coaching a position group and calling plays, what, what's that challenge like? O line is tough, no doubt about it. <laughs> yeah, uh, there's a lot of moving parts, especially when you're playing University of Montana, and uh, they do such a good job with their defensive front. Um, so. Yeah, it is. It is challenging. A few, a few late nights for sure. Um, but what is neat though is just the, you know, the run game and the, you know, the protections and all that stuff. That you know, that I, I have a big say in that. So uh, I, I can try to find ways to help the offensive line and help the quarterback. So um, it's a lot of fun. You mentioned just some of the, the personnel you got. I, I've been really impressed with Jake Parks since he was a freshman. I know he's a freshman All-American, and he's he's gone through a bunch of stuff with the injuries, but now here he is back on the other end as a senior. So having a guy that's just kind of an anchor like that, I mean, how much does that help to solidify the entire unit? He's great. He's, without a doubt, uh, our leader on our offense, um, uh, along with Miles Hastings and Lamb Larson. I mean, those guys are I – mean, Jake Parks is – phenomenal dude so you know obviously when he broke his ankle last year uh, versus Cal it was kind of a sad moment for sure uh, but you know he did play as a true freshman and I remember going to Jake after he got injured he didn't even blink an eye he was like I'm, hey, I'm coming back without a doubt like there was no talk of transfer portal there was no t- nothing like that you know because a guy like that that guy gets in the pool you know he's not uh, I would assume a lot of people would try to scoop that guy up so uh, he, but he's really loyal and he wants to finish what he started here so uh, yeah, we're pretty lucky to have a guy like Jake. Mike Cody joining us here on is Now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. Or maybe you're listening on the Big Sky Breakdown on Skyline Sports. Appreciate Coach Cody for taking some time. Uh, Davis hosts Montana on uh, Saturday afternoon slash evening. It'll be 5 p.m. kickoff Mountain Standard Time here uh, in the Treasure State. The dynamic of UC Davis is so fascinating to me, Coach, because there's been so many great coaches that have come out of there, and I know you've had connections with a bunch of them, you know, whether it was working for Bob Biggs or, or you know, now working for Dan Hawkins, and it seems like Davis is a place that people really love and, and really love to stay at or really love to come back to. So, I mean, just tell me about that part. Why is it that uh, Davis is such a, a special place, and why do you think so many great coaches come out of there? Yeah, I, I, don't know, I, I don't know the quite right answer for that, um, but I think you're I think you're on it with it being a special place. But I think a lot of people would talk about their alma mater um, in in that in that light. So you know, there, there's a lot of 
things that make Davis great. Um, you know, there's all the talk about the academic piece, uh, but I just don't, you know, I don't know if that's really it. I think it's more of just the people at Davis. Um, I think there's all, especially the guys on our team and the coaches, uh, just salt of the earth people, you know? So I, I, I think that's kind of what makes Davis such a special place and why people want to come back or why people never really want to leave, you know? I mean, guys like Biggs and Morosky and, you know, Coach Hawk is on his second stint here, you know, I think he's been the head coach since 2017, you know, and he signed an extension, you know, so obviously he doesn't want to go anywhere. So, you know, I, I think you're on it. I think um, I think if you experience Davis, I think it's something you always want to come back and be a part of. Well, I love it down there. I mean, just the town itself and the, and the campus. I mean, it's just a beautiful place. It's such a I, – I love every time we get to visit there. It's an, it's an awesome place for sure. Well, you mentioned uh, your quarterback as well, Miles Hastings, and he's the returning – uh, first team All Conference quarterback from a year ago, and and uh, seems like his consistency and his smarts are the things that really set him apart. So, I mean, how do you think he's done just in transitioning with you calling the plays, and also what's it like just having a guy that you know is a veteran guy that has a lot of snaps under his belt there at quarterback? Yeah, guys, uh, he is one very accurate and cerebral dude, and quite athletic in in a lot of senses too. He can get up and in and out of the pocket and. He always gets us on the right page. Um, you know, if there's ever something we want to change or do, he never bats an eye. He's he's pretty easy going and uh, really understands uh, the, the different parts of the game, too. It's not just coverages. It's not just progressions. It's, you know, defensive fronts and um, pressures and all that kind of stuff. So he's very... Um, He's a very smart guy, uh, and definitely one of his strengths is just being able to operate the offense at a really high level. And, uh, it, it, it's been a lot of pleasure working with the guy for sure. Um, I, you know, I tell him, I tell him all the time. Uh, you know, we're really, we're really fortunate to have a guy like him, um, you know, calling for the ball because, uh, yeah, he sure makes the game fun. When it comes to you guys' offensive philosophies, I mean, how much has, has stayed the same? How much has changed? You guys have had some good offensive play callers in the last couple of years. Uh, you know, Tim Plow, obviously a guy that people that listen to the Big Sky Breakdown are familiar with, and, and then Cody Hawkins as well. So now, under your watch, I mean, how, how have things changed? How have they stayed the same? Yeah, not. Um, I mean, again, talking about Miles Hastings, right? Like, I would be, I would be crazy to come in and just you know turn this offense upside down, uh, just you know based on who our quarterback is. You know, uh, he's got a lot of reps under his belt. Uh, and then number two, you know, Cody Hawkins and Tim Plow, those guys have done such a great job. You know, and I've learned so much from them. So uh, yeah, we're just trying to keep keep the continuity going a little bit, um, and it hasn't been easy. And you know, of course, I always have my wrinkles and so forth. But uh, geez, yeah, it, it all kind of starts with maybe it's cliche, but you know, starts with the players, and uh, obviously starts with the quarterback. So um, that's kind of been my approach uh, since becoming the coordinator. Mike Cody joining us here on to Honest Now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. UC Davis hosts Montana uh, on Saturday. I was talking about this game then, Coach. I mean, you mentioned just uh, some of the complicated and some sort of unorthodox things Montana does. They move around a bunch. They, you know, they give you all sorts of different pictures and strange boxes and bring pressure from everywhere. So uh, how do you go about starting to prepare for this uh, this sort of defense? Well, I don't think they're unorthodox. I think they're very sound. Uh, I think they play really good football. Um, I think I, I think they do a lot of different things up front. Uh, to but geez, they're always in their gap, and they always got guys behind uh, their pressures. And you know, there's there's not a lot of guys open. They do a good job mixing mixing up coverages and uh, disguising coverages and fronts and all that stuff. So. Yeah, it, it, you know, like you, we were talking about earlier, just the big sky being so competitive and so good. So, uh, you know, every week is such a challenge. And obviously Montana, Montana has done such a great job for, for a long time. And, you know, I think they're sitting 4-1 right now. So, um, yeah, geez, we will for sure have our hands full on, on Saturday, but looking forward to the game. And, yeah, I hope we can continue to prepare well these next two days. They bring so much pressure with the linebackers, but to me, the whole key is the the big man in the middle, number ninety nine, Alex Gubner. No so, pressure. I mean, how much do you sort of key on him? I mean, he's a, he's an all American for a reason. So, I guess uh, easier said than done yeah. when it comes to prepare for a guy like that. Yeah, like you said, it, it is not it is not easy. I mean, I'd be crazy to not think uh, about every single run play that we put in the game plan or pass play uh, and how we're going to handle 
handle 99. Uh, yeah, geez, he's, and, and, and to be honest, maybe there's really no way to handle 99. I mean, turn on the film, there's not a lot of guys blocking him. Uh, so he's, he's, he's a special player. Uh, and he's, he's definitely going to be, you know, I, I'd be surprised if he wasn't an all American again at the end of this year. Cause uh, yeah, he's a problem and a really good player. And I, I really enjoy watching him play. How about the, just the rest of the matchup? I mean, what are some of the keys for, for UC Davis on Saturday against the Montana D? Like always, you know, take care of the ball. Uh, that's always, uh, you know, much easier said than done. Um, but that, you know, that's a big, that's a big piece of it. You know, trying to, trying to get, um, yeah, players in the right, in the right position and, um, trying to get the ball to, to the right guys. Uh, you know, that's always something you try to front load during the week. And then, yeah, at the end of the day, yeah, try to get the quarterback to play fast and get the offensive line and, the, the offense, um, the play, to play together and be on the same page. So, uh, yeah, it, it, it's 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 always kind of the same challenge every week on that. And, and because the Big Sky is so competitive and there's so many different playoff contenders, I mean, every game in football is so important. That's why it's such a popular sport and, and why we love it so much. But, I mean, does it feel like an elevated game, sort of like a playoff-type game? I know it's only early October, but, I mean, both teams in the top 20, and, and uh, it seems like a key matchup for both sides. Yeah, no, totally, totally. I, and honestly, I just feel like the way the Big Sky goes and how 2022 last season, you know, they took five teams to the playoffs. So every every week matters. Every, every Absolutely every week matters. So um, it, always, always trying to go out there and put our best foot forward um, because you're right, it, it, it always feels like a playoff game. Um, and especially when you're playing the University of Montana. Yeah, just, just, just a storied program and uh, their coaches do a great job. Mike Cody here on Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. He's the OC and the offensive line coach there at UC Davis. Aggies host Montana on Saturday afternoon. Coach, appreciate the time. I know it's a busy time of year, so we appreciate you joining us. Thanks so much for being here. Yeah, you bet, Colter. Thanks so much, man. Always love new guests. Fun catching up with Mike Cody. UC Davis hosts Montana on Saturday afternoon. We're here from one of the best high school athletes in the state of Montana, He's getting it done on the field and in the classroom. He's got himself some Ivy League offers. And, oh, by the way, Bozeman High School, the last undefeated team in Class AA, Rocky Lencioni, joins us next. Keep it right here, ESPN Radio. Are you having a bad day? Did you get hurt and it wasn't your fault? Are you in trouble? No matter what has you down, you can take action and help yourself by letting Schulte Law Firm help you. Schulte Law Firm litigates injury, criminal, and civil matters, providing expert advocacy in any situation. Here with Dwight Schulte from Schulte Law Firm. When it comes to criminal defense, what's an example of why someone could or should call Schulte Law? Criminal defense happens on somebody's worst day, you know, and it doesn't mean that someone's a bad person. We all make mistakes. We all make choices that maybe aren't the best choice, and that can lead to dramatic consequences in somebody's life. So we're really focusing on personal injury and criminal defense. We do a lot of different areas of the law, though. We have a strong background in real estate. Um, We handle family law for clients, ton of mediations. The ultimate reality is, is that people have bad days. And that's when you need our help. That's when you need to call Schulte Law Firm because we know the players, we know the game. We can put people in the best position to achieve the outcome they want. If you've had a bad day, visit jschultilaw.com. It's new on is now. 102.9 ESPN Missoula. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. Well, my mind's blown again. I can't believe Tyler Childers is coming to Missoula. I also can't believe it's at Washington Grizzly Stadium. I felt like I was like get on the ground floor on this guy. Loved him. Saw him at the Wilma. He, I thought he was just gonna be one of those, you know, sort of folk hero types that reached a certain level of fame. But I didn't know he was gonna like explode. The cynic in me always says that sometimes guys like that are just too good to actually be wildly popular. But everybody figured it out. Everybody loves him. And now this guy went from playing the Wilma to playing Wash Grizz in the span of like a handful of years. Nuts. Crazy. Uh, that's coming up next August. I'm trying to get my tickets next week, though. That's when they go on sale. So uh, pretty cool. Pretty cool. The uh, music scene we've been able to build up here uh, in Missoula, Montana. Welcome back to On Is Now ESPN Radio. I get really excited when I get to talk to people smarter than me. That's why I'm really excited pretty much every single second of the show because that's everybody. (laughs) But this young man is a great one, but I skipped over a big deal. We got a $50 gift card for you at Two Town Pump. 
Part of our Brawl of the Wild by the Mile. Call right now, 406-888-1029. That's 888-1029. Call number three. We got 50 bucks for you to town pop. Our Prep Extra continues, presented by Farmer State Bank. Farmer State Bank been enriching the lives of Montanans since 1907. We heard from a ton of coaches from around the prep ranks, but now that's into the second half of the year, I want to start highlighting some of the athletes as well. And this young man over there at Bozeman High School who's having himself a great senior year, he joins us now. Rocky Lencioni, our guest here on Nuanas Now. Rocky, thanks for joining us, man. How you doing? Thanks for having me. Yeah, doing well, doing well. Well, first of all, just t- tell us about this season so far. I mean, you guys have uh, taken many, many tests, and you've emerged uh, victorious in each and every one of them. Bozeman, the last undefeated team uh, in Class AA. So uh, what do you got, what, what have you been some of the keys to your guys' success? Why do, what's got Bozeman High playing so well right now? Yeah, I think we've just been super multiple. Uh, we're super deep this year. we got a big senior class, which means we got threats everywhere on the field. And that's, I mean, when, when one guy's double covered, the next guy's open, and that's been really important for us. And then just having depth everywhere and being able to play multiple people at different positions. Bozeman last year had a great run, but then it ended sort of abruptly in the state title game with a loss to Helena Capital. So a lot of you guys back from yeah. that squad. So, I mean, was that a motivating factor in the offseason and coming into this year? Yeah, for sure. I think uh, uh, last year we were the underdog. We were able to get there, and that, that kind of made us um, one of the favorites going into this year. But it didn't really matter to us as much. That loss still kind of hangs over us, especially losing that last senior class. So just important to avenge that one. One thing I was wondering how the transition would go it was at quarterback for Bozeman High because Jake Casagrande was awesome last year, one of the best quarterbacks in Double A, and and went to the Shrine Game, and now over there at Montana Tech. Uh, but Kellen Harrison, who sort of made his name as a basketball guy uh, a year ago, I mean he, he was a first team All State basketball player, but he's been awesome at, at quarterback. So just tell us about your quarterback. How do you think he's done? Just sort of stepping into big shoes and, and filling them, and, and then some. Yeah, yeah. Most people definitely think of Kellen as a basketball player, and rightly so. He's unbelievable. But, I mean, he's just an amazing athlete. Um, Kind of waited his turn as far as quarterback goes, and he put the work in. He even played receiver for us last year, which kind of speaks to his athleticism. But he's been doing an amazing job at quarterback, and he's leading us super well. Well, you mentioned all the weapons you guys have, too. I mean, what's the process like in developing that and also having everybody on the same page to sort of be unselfish enough to, to accept that? Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a it's a it's a process um, since freshman year. You know, uh, just showing up, kind of learning the scheme, getting comfortable in the offense, and then on the defensive side, we've played with each other for three years at this point, so we're super comfortable. Um, and so it's sort of a lead by example. I mean, as long as you're showing up and doing the right things, our staff is super good and puts us in the right spot to make plays. Rocky Lencioni joining us here on Nuanas Now on ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. Or maybe you're listening on the Nuanas Now podcast, no matter how you're tuning in. We appreciate you uh, for being here. Uh, I know this was a couple weeks ago, Rocky, but I want to ask you about the Crosstown game. I, I lived in Bozeman for eight sure. years, and, and there never was a Crosstown game. It was always Bozeman versus Butte, and then you know Belgrade moves up. But now you have a real Crosstown rival, and, and the fact that Gallatin's gotten good, I think, makes it even cooler. But you guys remain undefeated against Gallatin as a high school 5-0 and for Bozeman uh, against the Raptors. So uh, just take us through. I mean, what was the night like there when you guys were playing that game, and, and how were you guys able to emerge? It was a great high school football game, one of the games of the year so far. Yeah, the energy was unbelievable, um, just like it has been uh, the past four times we've played them. But uh, we, we took them down in the semis last year, so we knew there was going to be a bit of added chip to their shoulder. It was a rain game, so it was important that we were able to run the ball, and I thought our O-line really stepped up and uh, kind of – showed their purpose and showed what they could do against that strong Gallatin defense. Um, a really fun game, and it came down to the wire. Just glad we were able to stick together and pull it out. One thing that I've noticed watching Bozeman the last couple of years is how much you guys improve as a team as, as the year goes along, but particularly on the fronts. I mean, I thought your guys' offensive line got so much better as the year went along last year. I thought that was a huge key to you guys making a run in the playoffs, and it seems like that's happening again this year too. So, I mean, how important has that part been to your guys' success? Yeah, I think especially last year, um, we had a bunch of guys that didn't have a ton of experience. And then going into this year, we are quietly probably one of the more experienced lines in the state. And you don't hear a lot of talk about, especially a guy like Torin, who's now a two-year starter and just an absolute beast, but uh, other guys on the line as well. You know, we have Hudson, who's sort of our flagship D lineman, but he does a great job at center. And then we have Malloy and Will as well, just absolute beast up there. And uh, they, they, they work together a lot. They put in a ton of work, and it, it Coach Weshy gets them ready to go. 
Rocky Lencioni joining us here on Nuanas Now on ESPN Radio. Bozeman High, 6-0, and the last undefeated team in Class AA, coming off of a uh, pretty convincing 44-9 win over Billings West uh, a week ago. Now, Great, uh, Great Falls CMR uh, on the docket. Uh, just a couple games left here uh, in the regular season for the Hawks. And, uh, Rocky, we've had Coach Weshi on the show several times this year, and he, he talks about how focused and driven you guys are to to attain these goals. And, you know, you checked one off by winning Crosstown, but, you know, still hyper-focused on, on getting that by in the first round and getting that number one seed out of the East. So how do you do that? I mean, how, how do you go about just taking it game by game and, and staying focused and, and uh, chasing uh, high aspirations like you guys have? Yeah, uh, just focus right now on one game at a time. we got to finish the regular season strong. Um, Coach Weshy just preaches get better every week, and that's what we're trying to do. CMR is, is a good team. Uh, they've kind of let a couple games slip away from them, but they're super explosive. They've got a couple really good running backs. So just doing our best, uh, stay focused on this week. We're not taking them lightly and just trying to keep getting better. How about for you on an individual level? I know you've gotten a, a ton of recruiting interest from a variety of different places. H- how do you sort of balance that part? Uh, you know, getting recruited on an individual basis, but still uh, giving your all for the team. Yeah, uh, something Wes talks about a lot is that uh, you know players on winning teams get recruited more, and that's uh, you know it's important. Um, at the end of the day, we're a team, and without the team, you know, my success especially would would not be there. So. It's important to just stay focused on the guys and remember, um, you know, we still got, we're, we're halfway through our season if we get to where we want to go. So it's important to just stay focused and, uh, you know, focus on the games, play for each other. Well, super cool. I know that uh, you know some of your offers are sort of indicative of just how good you've done in the classroom as well. So it seems like you put a high priority on, on academics. Where does that come from? I mean, you're almost a 4.0 student. So, I mean, how important is that part to you and, and where does that come from? Yeah, uh, academics are just a big part of our team. Um, we've got a really good team GPA, so it's it's definitely part of the culture. Um, and then for me, just trying to get a good degree, go somewhere, set myself up later in life. Well, awesome. Uh, great to hear all those awesome goals, and uh, congratulations on all your success, man. Rocky Lencioni joining us here uh, on Nuanas Now. It's ESPN Radio, uh, SWX Montana Television around the great state of Montana, as well as the ESPN MT app. It's our Prep Extra presented by Farmers State Bank. Uh, last thing for you then, Rocky, I mean, just keys Friday night against CMR. What uh, what sort of improvements do you guys hope to make? We, we keep letting up the big play on defense, so we're going to try to keep the game in front of us and uh, really make them put together a good drive. I think if we can do that, we should uh, should have a good out defense. And then on the offensive side of the ball, just continue to pound the rock because that opens up uh, options for us on the outside. Looking forward to it. Awesome, man. We appreciate the time today. Thanks so much for making it, and uh, best of luck with everything. We'll be in touch in the future, but uh, congratulations on all your success, and uh, keep it rolling. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Impressive kid. Appreciate Rocky Lencioni for joining us here on our Prep Extra. It's presented by Farmer State Bank. Farmer State Bank, been enriching the lives of Montanans since 1907. The book is titled Raising Empowered Athletes. It's written by a Missoulian, Kirsten Jones. Will join us next. Keep it right here. ESPN Radio. ESPN Radio Missoula. You would have told me when I first saw Tyler Childers at the Wilma and Nathaniel Rateliff at the Wilma, these guys would be playing Washington Grizz. I'd have been like, you're out of your mind. But here we are. I love it. Great job by all of you out there in Montana for getting into this, for loving this kind of music. If you haven't ever seen Nathaniel Rateliff at the Night Sweats, they rock. They've been uh, a huge hit at uh, the Kettle House Amphitheater last couple summers. But to now, pair it up together for a tour. So this will be fun next August. So I'm Jack, a couple of my favorites. Welcome back. You want us now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and uh, the ESPN MT app. Every once in a while, got people reaching out that uh, have some great things that they want to talk about, including our next guest. Kirsten Jones will join us here in just a minute. She's a Missoulian, uh, and she is about to release her first book called Raising Empowered Athletes. She also has a podcast called Raising Athletes. I think this is a, a very important subject. How do you um, promote healthy things within the wide world of sports? It sounds like we have Kirsten. Kirsten Jones joins us now on the uh, 
Rangers Brothers RV phone line. Kirsten, thanks so much for reaching out, and uh, thanks so much for joining us. How you doing? Thank you, Coulter, for being here, for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Well, first of all, you're from Missoula, right? So give people a little bit of your background. Yeah, so I was actually born in Michigan. We moved to Montana when I was three. Uh, my parents bought 29 acres in Frenchtown, and we lived in Frenchtown until I was a freshman in high school and transferred into Sentinel the end of my freshman year, um, playing all the different sports all year round, as everyone did back in the day but focused on basketball and volleyball when I was at Sentinel. Well, very cool. And now, uh, as you, t- you told me, uh, a peak performance and sports parenting coach. So just define that for the folks. What, is it, what all goes into that? What does that mean? Yeah, great question. So I, um, I got my life coaching certification through t- Tony Robbins about eight years ago. I had worked at Nike for 15 years, both in Europe and at world headquarters on the product side and then on the HR side. And when I was on the HR side, I ran basically like an internal MBA program for Nike employees. Um, And when I was doing that work, it was all around how do we collaborate? How do we come up with ideas? Obviously, how do we make great product out of us all working together at a better level? And while I was doing that, I thought, wow, this is so fun. This mimics what I did as a high school athlete, as a college athlete playing D1 volleyball at San Diego State and William & Mary, and now corporately. And so from that, that basically was the the seedlings for what I then became, which is five years ago, I started a podcast with Susie Walton called Hashtag Raising Athletes, where we interview coaches and athletes and authors. And it's a $20 billion business, youth sports. It's larger than the NFL. So all of these parents out here, myself included, raising three athletes, are all buying into this idea that we got to get in, we got to start early, we got to specialize, because if we want our kid to play high school, play college, play pro, we're all buying into this rat race. (laughs) It certainly is a rat race. It's something we talk about here a lot, because obviously, I mean, sports, as you know, in Montana is such a huge deal. We love covering high school sports and youth sports and all that, but there's also some perils here as well. And just how intense and crazy it's gotten and sort of the industrialized complex of it all is also sort of hard to wrap your, your mind around. So, I mean, that's where this comes in though, right? It is sort of finding a balance within the, the realm of this. Absolutely. I believe no parent sets out to screw up their kid. We're all <laughs> right. trying to do the best we can from where we are with what we've got, right? There's no parent that's like, ooh, let me really dig in. But the problem is, you know, as I read about in the, in the beginning of my book, Raising Empowered Athletes, it's really what happened in the 70s and 80s when I was growing up. We went out and we played until the, until the lights went out. Right. And then you had to go home. And while you were out there, you made up the rules. You figured out who was playing what position. And you worked it out among yourselves. But in the 50s and 60s, about 24% of women worked outside of the home. By the 70s and 80s, that number doubled. So now you have both parents working, getting, making more money, but also working outside of the home. What, is, what are we going to do with the kids? There's the first problem. About 1979, ESPN comes online, this beautiful thing that shows us what's possible. And you can see Tiger Woods and Nadia Comaneci and all of these amazing young athletes doing their things. And at the same time, in 1981, Adam Walsh gets abducted and, and tragically killed. And 38 million people turn on their TVs to find out it's a really scary world out there. You can't just let your kid go out into the street and play. So we have this kind of, I think, you know, this perfect storm of the, you know, all of these factors are happening at the same time. And we have a little more money. And so dad's going to start coaching the team. And then when dad gets involved, then, okay, well, we want to beat that team that's across town. So what if we put a little more resources in? And it just started. It just started building. And I don't think there was, again, no malintent, but there was this, it went from everybody plays whatever's in season. I mean, when I was in Montana, I grew up uh, at Sentinel. There was no club volleyball. There was no club basketball. We didn't, it wasn't even, we were in the wrong seasons. In fact, my former teammate, Karen Deaton, it was her mom who went to Congress to petition to get the seasons changed so girls could even get recruited to play college sports. So I ended up walking on at San Diego State because, you know, volleyball, they, they couldn't see me play. Obviously, there were VHS tapes, but there was no internet, right? <laughs> right. So 
you know, but the way things have, have changed with the landscape of social media, with, you know, this 24-7, you know, always online, we can find a kid in the middle of Omaha, you know, it doesn't really matter where you are. And then, you know, you have these, it's built this FOMO. And what I like to tell parents is, you know, when they're under 12, you know, I coach nine and 10 year old volleyball and I have parents come up to me and say, oh, I'm so sorry. She's coming so late. She's already 10 and she's never played. And I'm like, you know, that's crazy, right? They're that's crazy, right. They should be trying everything. And I say, you got to focus on three things, friends, fun, and fundamentals. And any good rec coach should be focused on those things. They should, the goal of the season shouldn't be, yes, it's fun to win, but it's not about the trophy. It's do the kids want to come and play again the next season? That's how you know you're winning. And parents, number four is the FOMO. And stop keeping up with the Joneses, whoever they are. And, you know, this kid's going to Sweden that su- this summer, and we're going to go to, you know, Arizona for the All-Stars. And we've, we've all bought into this thing that we all need to do all the stuff all the time. And we only get 18 summers with them, and then they're off. So how do you want to look back on your kids' childhoods? What memories do you want them to have? You know, and of course, sports does so much for us. And I, again, everything in my life has been through that lens, which I'm so grateful for. But it's also more than just about the college scholarship or whatever, the ambition to play pro. It's got to be the life lessons of grit and resilience and teamwork and attitude and gratitude and all of those things combine to make these kids great contributors and they're happier and they're more resilient and they're kinder and they're good human beings. The book Raising Empowered Athletes, Kirsten Jones, the author and a Missoula Sentinel alum joining us here on Nuan is now ESPN Radio. She is a peak performance and sports parenting coach and I love this message. Uh, Kirsten, you're going to be in town soon, right? So is there an event associated around this here in Missoula? Yes, I am flying in tomorrow, and it will be it's a it's a, a free event that will be at a private home. But if you want to go onto my website, kirstenjonesinc.com, you can sign up there. Um, I'll be there signing books. So you can buy the book there, and you can get it signed, and you can talk and ask any questions and bring your favorite coach or any parent that needs to hear the message or any. It's for parents and for their athletes. Um, when I speak with parents. They say, gosh, I really wish my kid could have heard this. And when I speak to the athletes, they say, gosh, I really need my parents to hear this. So it's really for everybody. Well, I love this. I love this message. I think it's such an an impactful one. And I do think, like you said, we didn't have any intention to get to this point, but it is a little bit overwhelming and exhausting. Uh, And and so I think that it is great to have perspective. As we always say on this show, and, you know, and we cover college football as one of our bread and butters, and I find it uh, sort of unfortunate that we've reached this point now in college football where you win and that's all you're expected to do and anything else if you don't win you're just fired everybody's getting fired it seems a little bit over the top but I totally get why you know the economy of it all but as I always say the whole point of sports is not winning it's about learning how to lose it's about learning how to overcome things it's about learning how you know if you do try your best Sometimes you might not achieve your dreams, but that's okay because if you tried your best, you will find a new dream, and that's what it's all about. So I love that you're doing this, and I love that this is uh, such an important thing to you. Um, last thing for you, that I mean, what do you hope that people get from from this book uh, if they are able to buy it and consume it? What, what do you hope they, they take away from this? Great question. Yeah, I mean, progress over perfection, as you just said, right? What life is about is a stuff. We want to teach our kids to be curious. And it's not always got to go your way. In fact, average is just that. It's average. It's okay to be average in some things. We don't have to be perfect in everything. And I work with, I live in Los Angeles now, and I work with a lot of athletes who are overwhelmed and anxious and depressed and you know, they're, they're opting out. 70% of kids are opting out of sports by age 13. Man. Why? Because it's not any fun. Why? Because they're feeling all the pressure. And what we want is to keep them active, keep them playing. And I mean rock climbing or surfing or skiing or hiking or biking. It doesn't have to be about a trophy. It, you want them because that's what's going to make them, again, kinder, more resilient, healthier, happier human beings. Well, it's a great message. Again, Kirsten Jones, a Missoula Sentinel alum, joining us here uh, on Nuanas Now. She's releasing a book called Raising Empowered Athletes. 
It's out right now. So where if people want to find it's this book, everywhere. <laughs> if people want to find this, uh, just all your 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 general bookstores, everybody has it. Uh, Amazon for sure is the quickest way to get yep. it in your hands. Totally. You'll be there tomorrow. Um, but yeah, Barnes and Noble or Target or any of those places, it's available everywhere. Um, yeah, and I would love if anybody go onto my website and like and follow me. I've got some free downloads on there. Um, you can follow the, my podcast and listen in for great parenting advice with Susie and I bringing on other pro athletes, college athletes. Um, coaches and the like, uh, and so we can all learn and grow together. That's what this is all about. We we all we all want to get better at what we do. Well, I love it. I, I wish you the best of luck. I'll certainly be in touch with it because I think that all of this is very applicable to what we do around here as well. And uh, congratulations. This is an awesome message and an awesome deal that you got going on. So uh, best of luck with the weekend, and uh, I'll catch up with you down the road. But thanks for being here, Kirsten. Thank you so much for having me on, Coulter. I really appreciate it. There you go, Kirsten Jones. I love that. Fun, friends, fundamentals. It's seriously that simple. I promise you, your kids aren't falling behind. There, there's a, there is a definitive reason that so many of the, especially talking about Montana, look at all the guys in football, for example, that have gone on to the NFL. They're not in this industrial youth sports complex. They're playing three or four sports. They're working on a farm or a ranch where their family lives. And they're late bloomers. And then guess what? They're not burned out. They love the sport. And then they go on to the NFL. If you track back over the last 25, 30 years, all the guys from Montana that have gone to the NFL, they're from places like Baker and Haver and Glendive and Columbus. And they're from tiny little towns where they got a bunch of opportunities to compete. It's all about fun, friends, fundamentals. Love her message there, Kirsten Jones, uh, here on Nuanas Now. Our one of the books, Hour 2, coming at you. There's some spicy bets on the line this week, Brooks Nuanas goes over all of them. Right after this, all football all the time. Coming at you. Get commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now. If you visit msubookstore.org, free regalia. When you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore, you can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org. 